We're giving you more than just the 411. This is the Harrisburg 412 podcast. Coming to you from Southern Sioux Falls and Harrisburg, South Dakota. Welcome to Harrisburg 412, the podcast. Brought to you by the Harrisburg School District. My name is Joanne Vermullum, Communications Director for the Harrisburg School District, and I'm joined today by Mr. Tim Graff, Superintendent of the District. Mr. Graff, as you know, we have a lot of new residents to our community. Our population has grown by 592% over the past 20 years. And so for those who haven't lived in the community all that long, to see these neighbors around um, may not, and all this new construction may not seem all that unusual, but to the people who have lived here, when they can remember when those neighborhoods had fields of corn in them or herds of cows. Um, I think it's important to get some of our newer residents kind of up to speed in a way with the really fascinating history, um, if you can call it that, of our past 20 years, because it really is unique to our area. Um, It's unique to our state, and it may even be a unique thing to our country. Pretty incredible, really, when you look around the state. You're right. I don't think there's anything that's even remotely resembles this, although we have other neighboring schools that are experiencing a similar percentage growth probably now in the Sioux metro area. Uh, T, for example, is growing at a similar percentage, but since we've got a larger percentage, the, the sheer numbers of growing at close to 300 students each year is probably unprecedented. I think another thing that's really unique about our district is the fact that we are all Tigers. And that stems from being a K-12 district in one building in 2001 to building very rapidly uh, 10 other buildings. So we have 11 total now, plus two simultaneously being built currently which will open in the fall of 2023. And at the time, I don't know if we felt like maybe we would not have 11 buildings in 20 years, but I personally feel like it's what makes our district really special. It's really neat to go out into the community and see people shopping, uh, wearing their tiger wear, Um, seeing a Tiger logo on the back of a car um, as you drive down the street around town. So that's what makes Harrisburg really special to me. And it really does provide a sense of unity, community, and culture to our district, I think. And that's really what I love about our school district. I think that's one of the toughest things that... uh when you look at the plan going forward and as we've talked about before Joanna when you look at uh, where do we go from here and you'd hear the we are tigers and we want to stay tigers we want to stay as a close-knit community we want to try and maintain our small school feel and smaller culture as much as possible and as we grow that does get tougher and tougher and so acknowledging that and see what made us who we are today is 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 a piece of that 
it's kind of neat when you look at Liberty Elementary and think that that was a K-12 building. And at one point we had uh, graduating classes uh, back in the 20s and single digits and then the 30s and in the teens pretty much. And then you look at the 30s, uh, still just double digits, not even in the 20s for the most part. And as we've grown, our class sizes all obviously have just trickled up until we hit that uh, 2011 mark was the first time we hit over 100 graduates. And then at that point, 2018 was the first time we were over 200. It didn't take us long then. And this uh, 2021, last year's graduating class, we hit over 300. And it, after next year again, we're going to probably not be uh, under 400 again. We'll be 400 plus going forward. And so the exponential growth is what's really happened in the last 20 years. And so that's kind of unique. What we really looked at when we talked about where do we go from here, there was several trips that we made to Shakopee, Minnesota. And Shakopee has academies that they've set up in their current high school. Kind of a unique story in Shakopee, Minnesota is that they had uh, failed a bond issue to build a new high school, a second high school. And their community said, we want to stay one. We want to stay one community, one, one high school. And I think there was some concern that that would be the situation here as well. And so we looked into how, how can we look at that. They have six academies within their current building. They came back and voted on a, a bond issue then to build one large high school and stay as one. Their classes now are a little over 600, and so they're a much larger high school than what we are presently. But they have an Arts and Communications uh, Academy, a Business and Entrepreneurship Academy, Engineering, Manufacturing, a Health Science, Science and Technology, and a, and a Freshman Academy. So there's six academies with the idea that those learning communities would give you a smaller school feel. And when we came back and we saw how Shakopee is now growing to the point they're saying, now what do we do? We realize that at some point we are going to face that same, uh, I guess, uh, T in the road and, and figure out just what it is that we want. And we came back and said we'd really like to stay in that fifteen to 1,800 student high schools as a, as a I don't want to say a cap size, but on the high end of mm-hmm. enrollment. And so that led us to... Uh, looking at other schools that have experienced similar growth. Waukee, just to the west of Des Moines, was one that we talked to. West Fargo, just west of Fargo, North Dakota. The West Fargo School District is really what we patterned this plan after. And uh, that is what we're planning to do presently. We've got the new Freshman Academy under construction. And once that is done, we we hope and plan in July of 23, we plan to move into the the new freshman academy with all the district freshmen in the fall of 23 then uh, until we reach a size where we'd be close to that 600 per class and then we'd build out a second full 912 campus. So that's kind of what our present plan is and uh, how we got to that using the West Fargo model. Interesting enough, uh, West Fargo just opened their third high school. And when you hear people talk about projections in the Harrisburg area and the Harrisburg proper, 
uh, looking 40, 50 years out, they're projecting Harrisburg to be in that 80,000 population. So when you think about that, we're probably not going to stop at a second high school. And uh, we need to, we owe it to future generations to plan for that as well. Maybe we'll still all be Tigers, but uh, we're, we'll be split up into different high schools at some point and different um, boundaries for those high schools will be drawn when we do have a second 912. And currently our population is around? We're just under 1,500 presently. Next year we're probably going to be 1,650, uh, right in that ballpark, maybe closer to 1,700. And that's really the capacity of our current high school. And so a few years ago when we were looking at this and saying we really need to move fairly quickly or we're going to be out of space here, um, that's what led us to these uh, decisions, which actually were made fairly quickly because we knew we had to move fairly quick. And that was in the 2019 uh, year in which we kind of came up with this plan. Because those younger classes are just so much bigger than our older classes. Yeah, that certainly has been the case, uh, although our elementary classes have really started to flatten out, and they're all in the, for the most part, in the mid-400s per class. Um, we're, we've seen a little larger classes at the lower elementary than we have the upper, but for the most part, that growth has stopped accelerating, uh, where most of our growth now is coming with the incoming kindergarten uh, being significantly larger than our ex exiting seniors. Uh, and then we're getting uh, some additional new students sprinkled across all of the uh, grades, 13 grades K-12. So this freshman academy will be built in multiple phases to alleviate the overcrowding at the high school. What are some of the features or amenities that the Freshman Academy will start with and then transition to as it becomes a full second 912 high school? I think it's important to identify just what is in there. So we do have a full commons, which is going to be much larger than what you'd need for 550, 600 freshmen, which is probably the largest we'll ever have in there before we are building out to a full 912. But initially, when we move in there, it'll be under 450 freshmen is what we anticipate in the uh, the fall of 23. And so it'll be a very large commons for what will eventually be built uh, for up to 1,800 9 through 12 students. Same thing with the library space. The library space will feel large. But again, we're building for two stages or two phases of construction. And once we hit that 550 to 600 per class is when we'll build out the rest. So there's one learning, uh, a wing, a learning wing for all the freshmen. That'll be two floors. And then eventually the other areas will be added. So there's a portion of a CTE wing. There's a an auxiliary gym that will not be the competition gym when it becomes a full 912, but rather a secondary gym. And then there's no performing arts center in the current or the building that we're currently building. Uh, but that is kind of been master plan to be added then when we do add and we move into a uh, full 912 campus down the road. When um, this high school was built in 2009, there were 425 students in this building. 
And I remember walking down the hallways, wondering why they had built the hallways so big. <laughs> because I just, I just thought, why are these hallways so big? There's just not an... <laughs> you, you no longer wonder that? I no longer wonder that. And I wait until the halls have cleared before I go into the hallways now. <laughs> And that's that's interesting to hear you say that because that's I think there's going to be some um, perception of that when we move into the freshman academy. But we know the growth is coming. We are we are trying to do it in a cost effective way, yes. and also trying to recognize the um, the burden that the taxpayers bear and keeping that mill levy at, at a level uh, at a level rate. And so we did this which is amazing to me that we were able to, uh, it, it, again, it's a testament to the growth of our district, uh, to be able to have a $60 million bond issue to build the Freshman Academy on the East Middle School facility without raising the mill levy. And that's really unheard of. Uh, when you have bond issues in South Dakota, everybody wants to know how much my taxes will go up. And uh, taxes may go up, but that's as a result of increasing valuations of property that people own. It's not because the mill rate has been changed by the school district. And so that was what we were able to do here. That's what we've been able to do for the last several building projects. And that's really a commitment that our board has made to the taxpayers that we don't want to raise that mill rate going forward as well as we have new projects. The first thing we add is, for example, right now at Liberty Elementary, we are full. We will be at capacity there. We know we're going to have to address that in the near future. And the first question we ask is, when can we do this without raising the mill, re uh, mill levy? And we think that's going to be in the near future as well, uh, because the valuations have increased with all the new growth. We'll be able to take a look at that in the near future as well. But that's what's so unique about the current projects in the current high school is that we're able to do that without raising the mill rate. I also think the freshman academy concept uh, is so great because it does keep us tigers for that much longer because the freshmen go over there and it's we are essentially still one high school just with the freshmen in, in a different location and we stay tigers longer which is just makes me happy. <laughs> well, and when you bring that up, it also reminds me of part of the reason we we chose location and everything else is we will have a lot of shuttling back and forth between the two campuses. Uh, freshmen will still be part of our our uh, curriculum and our scope and sequence at the current high school. We're going to be able to keep the current course offerings and programs. We'll be able to keep the same activity offerings, the same fine arts offerings. We'll be able to be uh, kept in place, and so we felt that was important. We didn't want to all of a sudden cut the student enrollment in half and then change the whole curriculum and the programming that we had in place or the offerings for fine arts, extracurricular, co-curricular uh, co activities. And so this plan also allowed us to do that and, uh, and stay all Tigers at the same time. And so one of the biggest, uh, or I should say most frequent, questions that I've heard asked and get asked the most frequently is when will we become a, a new 912 facility? And I don't think we have the answer to that. Uh, West Fargo went eight years before 
they built or opened, I should say, their second high school. If we'd follow a similar trajectory, that you know would be probably I've been saying five to ten years. Uh, I have a lot of people say, "Oh, you're going to be building again in two three years," but we truly have not seen that rate either. So I do think it'll be beyond two three, but uh, probably it won't be a decade either. Yeah, it's hard to tell around here. It sure is. So the Freshman Academy, um, you've told us a little bit about what sorts of things will be on the inside of the facility, but what about the outdoors? What are some um, features that the campus itself will have? And also, maybe you can tell us where it's located. I know that it is 85th and Cliff is kind of the general location, but uh, perhaps for those people that haven't seen it um, under construction yet, where exactly it's located. Uh, about a quarter mile south of 85th, okay. and uh, so it'll be just off of Tomar Road and 90th uh, Street, which is just being constructed now, both Tomar Road going south of 85th and 90th Street are presently under construction, and so uh, that's going up. What we will also have at the Freshman Academy site is uh, its mas master plan, the whole 70-plus acres is laid out with all the rough grading is being done initially. It's just going to be green space for now. But when that becomes a full 912 facility, we will have our athletic fields out there. Um, although the current plans are to use current Tiger Stadium for the competition football field track, we will have a track and, a, and probably a sub-varsity uh, football field on that site, and that will be put in as part of this project. But as far as baseball fields, softball fields, practice uh, football fields, and soccer fields at the new Freshman Academy site or future 912 high school site, uh, it, it'll just be the rough grading initially. Or also, one of the exciting things that we're looking to put in is, is a walking path with some mm -hmm. trees and some uh, native grasses that kind of go around the south part of that facility. And so really, it's going to be a great... Uh, recreational opportunity as well that will be a piece for that part of the city of Sioux Falls in the future and so we're excited about that we were able to get to secure a, a grant for some of the plantings and the trees and a, a small shelter belt that will be there eventually and you know offer that walking path opportunity and so that's kind of an exciting piece of this as well and a way to give back to the community in that regard as well. Awesome that sounds like that will be a beautiful campus, not only for our students, but for the surrounding community as well. So now that we've talked about the Freshman Academy, let's talk about East Middle School. So East Middle School is being built near Horizon Elementary, which is in the northeast corner of our district. And I guess the closest landmark I can think of would be the roundabout on Southeastern Avenue, um, as kind of a close location to that to that new building. What is the current state of that project? They've been uh, working through the winter on the East Middle School site, and for those of you that haven't been by it, it's just on the west side of Southeastern Avenue and just a couple blocks south of 69th Street. And so it's really just off Bison Trail, but just a couple blocks south of uh, 69th. But... 
walls are going up and they've had great progress throughout the winter. You know, we went to bid a little later with the current freshman academy that's being built on the west side of Cliff and just south of 85th. But they've been uh, pouring a lot of footings, uh, installing roads, and that since the frost has gone out of the ground, that project has been moving ahead very nicely as well. And so both projects are got a tight construction schedule as we talked about we need to be in by the next year in August which is hard to fathom right now but I think uh, the with the good weather and things we are hopeful that we're on pace with all of that. Well thank you Mr. Graff for coming and speaking to us today about our latest construction projects. I think this was a great inaugural episode to um, provide an overview of how we've gotten to this place in our district and kind of where we're going. It seems like the growth never stops, and I'm sure that we will have future podcasts and conversations about this very topic in the near future. So thank you again, and thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We look forward to bringing you future podcasts as an opportunity for us to reflect back and also to look forward And for the Harrisburg School District, that is something we are continually doing because we have to. It is a necessity to stay ahead of our growth. So as we continue to look ahead to our future, we hope you'll tune in and join us. Until next time, go Tigers! Tigers!